We float upon a lost forest. Below dappled canopies, dulse and rack conceal. They say careful eyes catch a sunken kingdom. Some glittering mirage flickers empty. Plain of honey before you, path of the sun to the city below. We will instead a glimpse of pearly boughs, wreathed in anemones, reaching high from deep below. Plain of honey before you, path of the sun to the city below. Beat bright, glowing bone, spilt wax, still warm, to more Coswick, the path of the moon. Ravens buried in leaden earth, shadow obscuring archetype, the black dog that haunts the old house, no method, just madness, the slow dismantling of everything I hold dear. A dullness of spirit, a darkening of the soul. Right hand and left hand unacquainted. The prima materia, the untransformed beginnings. The fool before he ventures out or grows wise. Albedo, under the moon, dew falling, over the blackened body, 
swans gliding over silken waters, a glimmering of pale light, a washing clean, like the laundering of sheets over and over, time and again, woman's work. What do you know from dreams before the sun has risen, before the gut has spoken to the brain? The wish to remain safe in perpetual spring, blossom before the wind blows. The unspoiled milk, the child, the seed of the sun. Citrinitas. A feeling that all is hotting up, a smell of abundance, of overripe fruition, a ferment and a fever, and things going off in the kitchen. A delicate balance, lest the pot boil over. Ideas coming too fast for the pen, learning not to stare at the sun directly. Another death, another consuming fire, broken eggs from which to make an omelette, a golden pill to illuminate with a golden light. Rebedo. The spirit is heat, the spirit is heat. The king is crowned in the city. Out of the fire, unus mundus, the dead birds revive. All that matters no longer matters. In his beginning is his end, is his end. The imposter hides in his robes. The poison floods through his veins. His time is finite. Here is the color of blood dripping, dripping from consuming jaws, seeping, seeping from a plucked breast. The transformer and the transformed. In the bright light is the blind spot where brother murders brother at the appointed hour, at the appointed hour. When the sun is reddening in the sky, when the day is done. Round and round we go, round and round. Who will let us off this ride? the Erebus, self-consuming, moving, yet going nowhere. Step into the garden and stop there, stop there. Bathe in the green gold of the multiflores. Stand under the azure vault, beyond the spectrum world becoming dream.
celebration. Fires had been kindled on the 23rd along the bog road from the hospital. People had lit them for the solstice. Now they seemed a celebration of our child who had just been born. It was the feast of the Sacred Heart, Midsummer Madness too, and everything was cured and had come through. I drove past smiling, watching the flames rise and the sparks settle and the children run. I saw this once in Finland, years before. Only in Finland, never in England. The same bright atavistic urge for summer to burn away in one convulsive blaze and leave no cinder. This was just the same. I thought about our child, her sudden head through your strained flesh, and then the slippery limbs, the twisting marble of the cord, the tripes and purplish ox heart she had fattened on through nine months of your dreaming heaviness. Now you were smaller, and our girl was born, red as the sun, to celebratory fires. I drove on to my future. Fatherhood like Vernix now lay white around my brow. A call of love, a laurel wreath of joy. The years declining offered me their arms like glowing embers, and I warmed my age in growing hope. Here was the fiery air, a queen of Ireland in her vitreous cot. I felt my leg revive, stepped out at home into a morning new as light at Moyne, sniffing the air. Here was another day where a new waking would arouse and feed her sleeping lips, toy with her pixie ears, and know the mystery of Genesis firsthand. Happy, I went indoors to sleep. A chant for the love. Bathe my feet and kiss them with the morning dew. Listen to the nightingales sing. For love is, love is a constant stream that will never run out. Slip my limbs into spring and drink the sap and wash the linens and air the laundry out to dry. For love is, love is a constant stream that will never run out. A thorny thicket of bud and blossom, the oxalis will open and close with the light, and the ants will crawl towards the aphid. But love is, love is a constant stream that will never run out. Swap my heart for a hole and stem the milk that seeps from the cow. The lamb will go to slaughter and the hedge mustard will wilt in the heat. For love is... Love is a constant stream that must never run out. Shards of silver, nuggets of gold, a stream that can't be stemmed, sacred clots of earth and mud, and a dream that comes in the night and folds in the day. The love is, and love was, and love will always be, a constant stream that will never run out.
remember that first experience of hearing the intro with its haunting Gregorian chant. Is this really Radio 1? Have I tuned to Radio 3 by mistake? What's happening? And then came the electronic rhythm. It was 1990 and one of those musical life-changing events like the first time as a teenager hearing Walking on the Moon by the police, a similarly spine-tingling moment, or listening to all six sides of the epic Sandinista triple album by The Clash and realising that these punks really could play. The great photographer Henri Cartier-Bresson talked about the decisive moment, capturing an event that's ephemeral or spontaneous. For me, hearing this track for the first time was definitely a moment to be captured internally and still, many years later, reflected upon with a mixture of wonder and awe. Here was a musical phenomenon 
rooted in ancient monastic chants, but now combined with contemporary electronic melodies and enchanting additional vocals to produce an extraordinarily exciting and moving piece. What were its origins? Did monks seek out electronic musicians and make this track? Or was it the electronic musicians who bravely sampled the monks? Who were they? What were they doing? And why? So many questions. I found out pretty soon that the answer to the enigma was, well, enigma. And the song was called Sadness, Part 1. Not sadness, but sadness. We'll say more about that later. Michael Cretu, also known as Curly MC, the German-Romanian musician and the mercurial figure behind Enigma, once talked about the magical formula behind his mega-hit. In our song, you really change the atmosphere three or four times. I mean, it starts with this uh, with this Gregorian chant, then it's coming the flute, and a lot of people told me that's what I... They say when the flute is coming, it's like, like, like in the early days with Pink Floyd. It's a similar feeling what it gives you. I mean, it sounds totally different. There's nothing to do with Pink Floyd music, but the feeling is more or less the same. Then uh, comes the, the chorus part with a female voice, and now you tell me that a lot of people said it's like Chatemoine au plus. It changed all the time. That means it's not fixed on one range. Cretu had sampled the Gregorian chant from Pascal Mysterium, an LP recorded in 1976 by Campella Antiqua Munchen. It later transpired that Cretu had not sought the choir's permission to use the track, but that's a story for another time. You can hear the wonderful original in full at the link below the podcast. Going deeper into the mix, we're treated to the mellow notes of a flute and the whispering voice of Sandra Ann Lauer intoning the chorus, moving the listener from the spiritual realm to the sensual world. Her voice, as Cretu hints in his interview, evokes Jane Birkin. Sad, dis-moi, qu'est-ce que tu vas chercher? Le bien, par le mal, la vertu, par le vice. And then later, Sad, es-tu diabolique ou divin? Here's a clear nod to the Marquis de Sade, Donatien Alphonse Francois, the revolutionary politician and philosopher, best known for his erotic writings. Born in the 18th century, his work has remained influential on individuals and groups to this day, including the Surrealists. And in answer to the question in the lyrics, we might suggest that he was both devilish and divine. The chant continues, swirling in a heady mix of heaven and hell, contemplation and carnal desire. Yes, this is music for losing yourself, music for dance, music for meditation, music for making love. Enigma's first single was incredibly successful, reaching number one in 14 countries worldwide, including here in the UK, and selling more than 14 million copies Their album spawned four singles, including Sadness Part 1, and went on to sell 12 million copies. And the Capella Antica Munchen saw a huge boost in demand for their recordings of Gregorian chant. 
Enigma's pioneering single set an early precedent for sampling and for mixing languages in pop songs. The group continued to integrate chant into their second album, The Cross of Changes, this time replacing the Western European religious chant with music from other continents. Enigma had given birth to a whole new genre of music. But returning to that first hearing of Enigma's sadness, I recall asking myself at the time, what was this new genre of music? What might it be called? By then, we already had classics on 45, those memorable singles from 1981 with their fusion of classical and pop, and stars on 45 from the same year which took pop and remixed it with more pop to produce infinitely danceable disco tracks. What was this then? Well, Monks on 45, of course.
Oh. 
在心。